is it that in this age of shock and awe films that bombard our senses with sights and sounds, how can a motorcycle camping themed YouTube video be so successful? These videos are not just fast cuts between mind-blowing scenes. <laughs> There's no AI involved here at all. And this isn't what they'd term slow TV, where you're watching something or the lack of activity that just about puts you to sleep. No, this is art. This is real. And that's why, with more than 177,000 YouTube subscribers, with a watch count currently at over 13 million views, he's not out to fool us at all, or convince us really of anything. Rob Hamilton, the motorcyclist, musician, and photographer from Australia, just takes you and I along with him through these real journeys at what I might call the speed of life. As Rob describes his videos, he simply says it's a complete audible camping experience. No talking, just you, me, and the sounds of nature. And that's what certainly grabbed my attention when I first stumbled upon his amazing work and I became a huge fan. I'm so excited today to share with you my interview with Rob Hamilton. Speaking from opposite sides of the globe, I instantly knew that this passion for motorcycling that really so many of us share connects us no matter where we are. And Rob most certainly knows how to connect the globe. This global community of those of us who love bikes and love the outdoors. So let me welcome you to part one of my interview with Rob Hamilton. Stay tuned. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado. Welcome to Peace. Okay, Love okay. Logo. We got to stop the music. Okay, confessions. I screwed up. <laughs> I'm doing this and a little announcement here because Rob, my guest, told me to do it. So here you go, Rob. I'm doing this for you, buddy. There's at least two things that an interviewer must do. First, you got to press the record button to make sure that you get the interview recorded. I did that. That I remembered. Second, you must call your guests by the right name. Uh, <laughs> what you're about to hear is my screw-up. I called Rob by the wrong name, and then he insisted that I keep it in the episode. So here, here's my thing. This is not my fault. I'm not going to take fault, complete fault for this. It was a Saturday uh, Saturday evening when I was interviewing Rob, Sunday afternoon, his time in Australia. I had just bought a brand new motorcycle that afternoon. So I was really, really excited about the new bike and about talking with Rob that evening. So so I was, I was excited. I was distracted. Also, before we started the recording, Rob and I were talking about Mark Hawa, the founder of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, who Rob knows personally there in Australia and who I interviewed for this podcast a couple of months ago. And then, at least in the back of my mind, somewhere maybe, there's the actor Mark Hamill, who, as everybody knows, was Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, right? So you got all these factors. My excitement about the new bike, Mark Hawa, Mark Hamill. That's why I called Rob Mark Hamilton. Okay, Rob, just as you existed, <laughs> I left it in. My massive mistake. So here you go. Thanks, everybody. 
Well, I am so very, very excited to have uh, Mark Hamilton on with me today. I serve Rob, Rob Hamilton. Oh, let me start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will clearly start all over with that. <laughs> you leave it in. Leave that in. You have to leave it in. We're just talking about Mark Howard. Mark, if you're listening, <laughs> that's, we're well, about that's, that's why I was going down that down that path. Let me make myself <laughs> Mark a Mark Hamilton. Book. Mark's yeah. my son. <laughs> but. Um, uh, I, I apologize. This has just, just been a, a very strange day. So I will begin again then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I'm so very excited today to have on the Peace Love Moto podcast, Rob Hamilton, who I have admired from afar for a while now. I, I ran across Rob's videos on YouTube. I uh, showed up in my list because I follow, of course, motorcycle motorcycling related videos but uh, also the approach that Rob took or takes uh, into his videos are just very unique and just remarkable. So uh, Rob, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, appreciate it. So Rob, uh, tell me a little bit about how did you get started uh, in the, the videos that you make? What was your- well, so I don't know, um, there's there's two channels. So I have the two channels. I have um, I have Motofills. So I just started up an Instagram account probably about five years ago now. Um, uh, I had three ideas. So I was a, I was a photographer at the time, and I was shooting portraits. And I'm a musician as well. I play double bass. Um, so I had a bass Instagram, a portrait Instagram, and a motorcycle Instagram. I wasn't sure what to call them, so I had bass fills, portrait fills, and Motofills. And I thought, whichever one, whichever one takes off, I'll go with that. And <laughs> luckily, the motorcycle, the motorcycle Instagram took off. Um, and then from there, I was taking photos. I wasn't doing so much video. Um, so then I bought, um, I, I, I took a lot of video content, but I didn't know how to edit or anything like that. COVID kicked in, started editing video, boom, started Motorfeel's YouTube channel and just self-taught myself along the way. Um, and then that was, you know, Metafields is good. It's, it's, um, there was a lot of learning curves and, you know, just learning YouTube and their algorithm and, and what content to make and how to make it. There's a part of me that, like, I drew a lot of inspiration from Peter McKinnon and um, Casey Neistat and other vloggers like that and the, the music and the hype and everything. Yeah. And I enjoyed that, but I also enjoyed um, the, I don't know, the, the sort of relaxing, vibe that you get when you're riding a motorcycle you know just going around some twisties you're in amongst nature and you just you know i don't know i get that feeling of just like i just want to be so connected with with nature and everything but i didn't know how to really like with my creativity levels at the time i didn't know how to um express that through video i guess um i did try a few things where i was just five minute ride through through twisties or some exciting roads in um sydney where i was living at the time um Anyways, long story short, I ended up moving to Melbourne and I started coming across um, ASMR camping videos. And there's one in particular that I watched that I drew a lot of inspiration from. Uh, the channel's name is Go 4x4. If you guys that are listening, if you're into uh, the ASMR camping, you would have definitely come across his, um, his YouTube channel. Um, and for me, I struggle sleeping. You know, I struggle to wind down and quiet, quiet my brain a little bit. Um, so I just became infatuated with these videos. I was like, this is the best thing ever. It's a, it's just, you can leave it on in the background. You know what I mean? You could go about your day and you just look up and this guy's just camping 
and there's all just nice b-roll of nature and the birds and wildlife and all the all the plants and everything and i thought you know that's i knew exactly how he was shooting it i knew the gear that he was using um and i thought that might be a, a nice way to sort of express the motorcycle um the motorcycle part of camping as well the whole moto camping thing and i i guess from since covid people have wanted to wanting to go out and you know explore their, their land and everything um and so i thought you know what i'm, I'm just going to start a whole new channel and i'm just going to make it dedicated asmr no talking um and film the way i usually film with the drone and everything like that and try to capture the the essence of writing um have some nice side shots and everything um and yeah and then and then it, it just took off the first video just went instant viral which was insane oh, absolutely what was the uh, thus far even what is the view count on that one just rough estimate the well the, it was actually the second one that really took off that's on like 4.7 million now what? um yeah i know yeah it's mental hey that was the second video so i was monetized oh. in nine days i had my four thousand watch hours and uh my thousand subscribers within nine days of starting the channel which was just oh, mind-blowing yeah you 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 just clearly not only stepped into a niche that was needed but you just do a fabulous job with thank it. you um, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of videoing that I've done over the years with my with my little GoPro. Um, I I tried and tried to put things together, you know, where where my friends would would be interested in watching, and I would keep their attention. According to my wife, she would remind me of this. I would keep their attention for three minutes, and then yeah, that's when are you going to do something else? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> I think we've all been there. <laughs> but but with yours though, Rob. I see this, at least for me, I'm not tracking the time anymore. I love how you begin them with showing a preview of what you're going to see. Yeah, uh, I love all of that. And then it's just so unhurried and it flows so well. And I, again, with my little bit of experience with it, which is very, very little with doing video, I know how hard work that must be. It is a lot of work. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just to set up the shot of you riding by, I know you have to get to that spot to put the camera like there first, right? And you back up or go the opposite way, then ride by, and then you yep. go back and pick up the camera again and, and, and the next spot. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes you, can't, you know your, your bike might be sinking, sand or dirt or something. You like crap, and you try to run and grab the camera quickly. Yeah, it is. It's definitely it's definitely a mission. That's probably the hardest part. Is is riding in because yeah you want to you want to capture some awesome shots and sometimes I go super wide and so I'll like run so far away set up the camera and then you hit record and it's chewing through so much data as well like oh and then like, by the time you run to your bike again ride it out like through the shot and then run all the way back you've you've got a monster file uh, <laughs> so there's all that sort of pressure those things that are just running in the back of your mind yeah um but yeah, the, when you when you get back and you see the the content, you know what I mean. You see yourself writing because that's, I guess, like you know, no one could be bothered doing that uh, when you go on for a nice ride. You don't want to just stop on the side of the road, set up a camera, do a U-turn, ride back down, come back around again, and then you get the shot. Um, so everyone just does all the you know the POV sort of stuff or the Insta three sixty stuff where you're just capturing you, the ride while you're on the bike. Yeah, uh, which is fun. but yeah, it just adds a different yeah different element, I guess, to the videos. You had mentioned especially during COVID, the interest in the outdoors from so mm -hmm. many people. 
Um, a little bit about my background, uh, part-time for the last three years now, I've been a tour guide in Rocky oh. Mountain National Park here in Colorado, which is just to the west of us. And oh, I saw the same thing. Um, as, as I started doing that, uh, we were just seeing the crowds like crazy. And it's wonderful. Um, where I'm going with this is I'm trying to think about your audience. What I saw was people from the large cities in the United States, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, uh, Miami, you know, uh, the larger cities and coming into a natural setting that they've never experienced before. And it's like, wow. And as a, as a tour guide, kind of again, back kind of reflecting on what you do, I, I originally was planning these three hour and 15 minute tours with me talking the whole time. And I figured out what I could say at these different places. But one of the experienced tour guide told me, she said, Ron, you talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you be quiet and let them take it in? And that's, Rob, that's what I see with your videos you're quiet and you let them take it in but at the same time it's not silence and i've learned to appreciate too your videos through my earbuds oh nice uh man it, it is being there it is being yeah, there yeah, cool that's Love amazing that. awesome yeah there's uh if, if it's one thing i've learned through these videos as well is that it's okay to allow space you know and and I'm starting to draw out the scenes maybe a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like it's not so choppy and because I know like the audience retention these days is pretty low with reels and short form content. You just keep swiping. You need that that stimulus. But this is more the complete opposite, strangely. Yeah. Um, but but I think it's that's like nature speaking to you as well. Like you're just hearing everything. I'll let if there's a bird call happening in the background, I'll let that play out for the entire bird call because oh, yeah, that's the moment, you know. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love how also every once in a while, I think, as I recall, it's typically after your meal, you'll break the fourth wall. Is that the right term? And yeah, look to the camera and say cheers. Cheers, yeah. That's oh, right. love that. I, I love that. Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a real guy out here having this experience and he knows he's sharing it with me. You know, the That's wall. right. Yeah, that's right. we're camping together. You're, you're, you're with me. Along the way, I don't feel alone. Yeah, even just yeah. There's um, there's well, there's just ideas that I have that I want to expand on that sort of thing as well. But I feel like that we're together, um, which which you will end up seeing in some of the future videos for sure. Yeah, and and as I mentioned, with my own experience of in the national park with people coming from these big cities, um, I I realize that what yeah what they're experiencing is so is so foreign to them and uh they they need it uh, have you have you gotten feedback from people like from from really large cities who say something to the effect i'm, I'm making an assumption here how i would love to do that like oh absolutely um people from cities people that can't leave due to family commitments or commitments or um some have had accidents from their motorcycles and they can't walk oh right um, and they yeah and they can't they just they just can't do what I'm doing basically, and so I'm bringing I'm bringing it to them. Some people even um, at work. There's a guy that works on a ship, and he watches my videos during his night shifts or whatever, and he just it, that saves him apparently. Yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty special that, that you know, it's and it's just the power of nature, you know. 
yeah. and just that auditory experience of like you are there with me you're feeling the breeze you can hear the water you can feel how cold or hot it is oh um, yeah well the genuineness i guess is maybe the right word uh of what you present really comes through awesome yeah uh, i i i don't feel like that you're trying to entertain me at all instead you're just saying just 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 stop what you're doing and watch yeah and uh yeah, man. I, I just love it. I just so admire what you do. Amazing. How am I going to get to you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we we spoke just before we started recording uh, our mutual acquaintance of uh, Mark Hawa. Uh, Hell yeah. Of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Um, uh, so had Mark on my on my podcast. It was a wonderful interview. Um, and I ended up tur- turning it into a two-part interview. Oh, um, awesome. It, it was just so good. Uh, tell me about how you you met Mark Hawa and, and your relationship with him. Um, I don't know. I guess we just sort of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there was like a definitive... Well, there was a definitive moment when we met. Um, but it was just more, you know, the... the, the I, was, I was in Sydney originally as well. Now I'm in Melbourne. Uh, I just moved here last year. So I guess being in that scene um, and having my Instagram and just, you know, just being active... You, you sort of network with a whole bunch of people that ride motorcycles. Um, and, and Mark was one of them. And we just sort of have slowly just built our relationship, I guess, our, you know, our friendship. Um, and so now it's, you know, he calls, get, get some advice on Insta360 stuff or cameras in general, you know, because he's, he's doing his own thing as well. He's always expanding and pushing. Um, yeah, and then like I'd pop around to his warehouse and stuff, and we just chat, and you know, and then like then then the DGR thing, they made me um, uh, ambassador for DGR this year for 2023, which is awesome. The, oh, awesome! Yeah, the helmets, the helmets back there on the shelf. Yes, I sure can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that was awesome. You know, it's, it's just good, and just and just like I'm I'm all for mental health and and supporting men's mental health and prostate cancer research and everything. So getting the word out, that was my. Because I I don't like asking for money, <laughs> so like I, I suck at doing the the whole you know sponsor me thing. But it's more I, I'm more happy to get the the word out and the awareness to talk to someone if you need to be like if you need to talk to someone. It's there's no shame in it. Um, that whole thing about um, uh, there's you'll never see a motorcycle parked at the front of a therapist a therapist's office yeah. is complete baloney you know you like i've done it i've ridden my bike there and i'm just like i am debunking this like this is you know <laughs> we, we gotta change it we gotta you know we gotta change it because that held me back that saying held me back from going to seek help because i thought that i was i don't know just you know i did i didn't feel like it was the right thing to do for some reason um yeah. and i feel like if i'm feeling like that then there's going to be other people feeling like that, like that as well folks this is where i'm going to pause the interview and continue on next week but did you hear what he said Rob clearly cares about other people. He clearly does. He says, if I'm experiencing this, then other people probably are too. To me, that's what makes this so successful. Rob is doing something and sharing something that does something for him. And he's sharing it with you and me because he cares. And I'm so glad to see him have all the success he possibly can with this endeavor. So again, thank you for joining me this week and continue. uh, We'll continue our conversation with Rob next week. So until we meet again, I wish you peace. I wish you love.